Listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. We get to talk with friends who have served on short-term international opportunities to serve. Mm-hmm. This was in Eurasia. Yes. I'm excited to share this story today. And of course, when we talk about short-term service, we always have Anne Gonzalez with us to share those stories. Anne, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. Although you don't always have me. Well, most of the time. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes it's Aaron. Yeah. That's true. One of the volunteer coordinators. That's yeah. true. Some of the folks out in the field as yeah. well. Yes. Anne Gonzalez is manager for short-term mission training and engagement here at the LCMS International Center in the Office of International Mission. You get that mouthful right every time. Uh, thank you. Joining us today, volunteer the Reverend Kevin Groudon. He served on the team providing missionary kid programming at the Eurasia Missionary Conference. And I am excited to hear your story. Pastor Groudon, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Oh, thank you. Welcome. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, you shared with us before the program today that you wanted to make sure that people who hear this story and who learn about opportunities to serve know that you're just a, an an average person, a normal person. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be a pastor to serve in this capacity, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. In fact, I sort of relish the fact that I wasn't in charge. I was simply there to serve and to love on some young children. So it was a delight. And I believe out of the eight people on his team, five of them were lay people. Two pastors and a DCE and five lay people. Cool. I hope I haven't forgotten somebody's status in there. But. <laughs> nope. no, that's right. All servants, all ready Correct. to serve. Well, Pastor Graham, when did you first become interested in serving in a short-term mission setting? Yeah, during my ministry, our churches, the churches I've served at, have sponsored and supported ministries, international ministries and missions Our church, where I am now, we've been traveling to Alaska for short-term mission work, but never done anything internationally. And so, I don't know, always thought it would be a a very enjoyable, but also eye-opening experience. And then the lady that we've been supporting, Cindy Ruckey from the Czech Republic, she invited my wife to join on this particular team, and Teresa, my wife, was delighted and excited, and I was too. So that's sort of what got us going. So tell us about the missionary conference. Where did this take place? What was this conference like? Yeah, this was a gathering of Eurasian missionaries, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod missionaries. We gathered in Yermala, Latvia which is a um, beautiful city on the Baltic. It's, oh, probably 20 miles from Riga. Riga is the national, the capital of Latvia, also the largest city in the Baltic area. And I was, I think I was really delighted. I didn't know what to expect, but we know how to treat our missionaries properly because these dear ones were there for some R&R, Also, some education, Dr. Bierman was teaching them, one of our professors, on Sabbath and rest. But they they were in a Jermala, Jermala Hotel, 
and spa, and it was just a beautiful setting. And, you know, they, they did some wonderful programs with the group and I was able, we were able to join in. So it was, it was a delightful place. So this was a bit of a retreat for our missionaries who are serving nonstop in the field. Mm. And so what were your responsibilities on this particular mission? Well, we were called upon to provide a sort of a vacation Bible school setting for their children. I think the numbers varied from day to day, but generally it was 22 to 25 of their kids starting at 18 months, I think, and on through high school. And uh, our responsibility was to take some wonderful material that Anne Gonzalez and also Chelsea Irwin and Ben Helge and others put together called Jesus Frees Us. And it was sort of a vacation Bible program where you would have a Bible story, you would also have activities, craft music. And I do want to especially emphasize the music. That That's always been my love when I've been involved in Vacation Bible School. And uh, Ben Helge uh, put together a song called Jesus Frees Us, which was really peppy. The kids enjoyed it. Uh, it also fit with the theme because our theme was Jesus Frees Us, One Day to Forgive Others, the next day was to trust God, and I think the third day was to really live. And so the song just fit perfectly. So it was we had some good material to work with, and then the eight folks who we worked together with, we worked together, you know, had their various responsibilities. And like you would with any vacation Bible school program, you'd sort of take it and craft it to, to fit the time and the situation. So that's kind of what we did. We took the kids. We had an opening devotion with everybody at nine o'clock. We had the kids from 9.30 to 12, 12.30. I think one day it went till one. And then one day we did have them in the afternoon as well. But I think the parents were so appreciative because they knew their children were well taken care of. They were experiencing a a Christian program learning about Jesus and his love. And, you know, they were able to focus on just rest and also learning and growing as missionaries. So it was a joy to do that. I want to jump in with a sidebar. The curriculum he described was actually one we wrote for English Bible Camp as a, an outreach opportunity that we do with teams in in the Eurasia region. So they were actually adapting it up in difficulty level because these kids were native English speakers. But if anybody has a use for it, it's available at resources.lcms.org for free. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So other people could use it as a VBS if they really wanted to have that experience too. Or if they're, if they have an English-based outreach to hey. new Americans. Hey. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a great idea. Thanks, <laughs> Anne. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Godin, you had mentioned... You didn't really totally know what to expect going into this experience. What what kind of preparation what did you do as a team or as individuals to be part of this experience? Yeah, Ann got us together by way of Zoom, I think once. So we met each other. Our kind of our director was a fellow by the name of Michael Aberdeen, South Dakota. We were from all sorts of different parts of the country. 
And so he kind of parsed out who was doing what. So yeah, I was responsible for the music, which was a joy to me. Actually, probably prepared too much because I took some of our old Vacation Bible School songs that I've always enjoyed and put them together for the kids to learn. And we probably, I had about six or seven and we probably learned three, you know, something like that. <laughs> Better to have too much than not mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the lessons were, were, were really good. They were kind of interesting. I mean, the first one was forgive about Joseph forgiving his brothers. The second one was trust about Daniel trusting God in the lion's den. And then the third one was a story about Elijah who healed and raised from the dead, the Zarephath's woman's uh, son. And so it was interesting. You know, we studied that. We tried to put it together in a way that the kids could really get it and understand. And then what was the sort of what was the lesson behind it? So there was, yeah, a good bit of prep. And you don't know what you're going to find when you get there. You know, is there a Xerox machine? Is there a, a way to reproduce this? Do you have to take everything with you? So those were some of the things that were, you know, interesting and a little bit of a challenge, but not not overwhelming. Since you led music, did you have to travel with any instruments? Yeah, good question. I wanted to. I wanted to take my guitar, but then I thought, you know, going through all those airports, it's probably <laughs> going to get beat up. And what will it look like when I get there? So what we did was we just I recorded on my phone some of these songs like the one that Ben wrote but other about six or seven others and and then we I bought this Bohu speaker that really has a good sound and so we just put it in the middle of the kids and most of these songs had activities so they would use their bodies and hands to express the song so that's how we did it so you didn't have to travel across Europe with a guitar that <laughs> would have been that would have been a great picture. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes we do have situations where they can, it's like somebody can bring their Bar. guitar who lives more locally. locally. But even in Latvia, I don't know if that would have been an option. <laughs> mm. Well, we have more to learn about serving internationally. In this particular case, serving with supporting missionary kids and missionary families during their their annual conference, their annual retreat. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others. To live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world. To live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're talking with Pastor Kevin Groudon, who served on the team providing missionary kid programming at the Eurasia Missionary Conference, and Anne Gonzalez, short-term mission training and engagement uh, manager for LCMS Office of International Mission. Pastor Groudon, you were sharing about some of the things that you got to do while serving in, in, in Eurasia for the uh, Eurasia Missionary Conference. 
helping with programming for kids, kind of like VBS and doing music and and getting to interact with the kids. How had some of your previous experience, whether as a parish pastor or some of the trips that you've taken in the, in the past, how, how did they help prepare you for serving in this way? Hmm. Well, I, I would say probably the, the best way that I learned or prepared to serve was through our vacation Bible schools over the last many, many years. And also was at a church in Maryland where we had a preschool and a kindergarten. And so I had done a lot with the children, you know, teaching them. I did. I wasn't really involved this time too much in the older kids, like the middle school and the high school kids. So I didn't have much interaction with them. Our DCE kind of took them on because that's his forte. But I just, you know, enjoying children, loving on them, learning to listen to them, helping them. I was. I'm a. I was very impressed with our team because there are some things that I have not done with the little ones. For example. It was kind of funny. One of the lessons was that we were going to read a story and they were to put on this little paper plate, either a smiley face or a friendly face. And I thought, you know, that's going to take 30 seconds to make those smiley faces and frowny faces. But these little ones started coloring and, you know, using different colors and filling in. And it took us probably about five minutes to get those done. So that was an education to me that children don't always work quite as quickly as adults do. <laughs> <laughs> always an adventure. Yes. And everything always needs color. Yeah. It's better with more coloring. <laughs> that's, that's, my right. yeah. that's good. <laughs> you mentioned that your church supports Cindy Ruckey on the mission field. Who else were you able to meet and interact with in oh. this experience? Obviously the kids, uh, but who else were you able to meet? Yeah, to me, that was one of the really exciting things to meet uh, these missionaries, to just feel their enthusiasm for their work um, at breakfast and some of the lunches. And, and we had, I think, two dinners together. I was able to talk to some of them and just kind of learn about some of their challenges on the field, what they were doing, just some very creative people and very gifted folks. For example, one of our missionaries who is now in the Czech Republic, his name is John Bambar, Bambaro, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he started this, just this gathering calls it Lagos and Lager, where he invites people into their house to just talk. And, you know, he is, he's a, a brilliant theologian, but also a, just a really a wise man and has been able to share the gospel in that way where, you know, there have been other avenues that have not been open to him. So I guess I was impressed. I also learned a lot about our mission, our mission work, because I frankly did not know all that much about it. You know, you read about it in the reporter and in the Lutheran witness, but you just kind of, you know, how we are sometimes when missionaries talk, we kind of, we kind of Z out a little bit because, you know, I don't know, but I just, I just fell in love with these people. And since I've been home, we've, we've got a picture book now of all the missionaries that we met and we're praying for them and we're supporting, well, Cindy is going off, she's retiring. So we're, we're, turning our support to two of the other missionaries. So that part has been just a delight. 
So you've certainly learned a lot about those serving in Eurasia. How has this experience shaped your view of how the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and our partner churches serve around the globe? Hmm. Well, I loved, we had not only devotions with the missionaries, but we were able to sit in on a few of their conversations. And one of the things that caught me, my eye was, or my ears were that uh, their focus is to spread the gospel, to plant churches, and to show mercy. And I really like that. I resonate with that because we share the gospel, you know, because the gospel's power of God to bring people to faith in our Savior, Jesus. But then we don't leave them hanging. We we build these churches and we work with our, our partner churches as well to do so. And then we, through the church, we show mercy and God uses that to reach people for Christ. So that was something that really, that really grabbed me. Also learned we have 101, I think it is, career missionaries and 22 missionaries that are called alliance missionaries, which I think I understand means that they're connected to church bodies with whom we are in altar and pulpit fellowship. And I met one of them, Isaac, and I can't remember his last name, but from Spain. And oh, just a, just a wonderful young man. And it was a thrill you know, to hear what he was doing as he worked. I think he's from Venezuela and he works in Spain on behalf of our Lutheran church body, but also the Lutheran church body in Venezuela. So those were some things that really were very, very good for me to learn and to to find. That's really amazing to learn all of the things that our international mission Office of International Mission does and just the expansive work around the globe that that you're right. Sometimes we just kind of gloss over it. But when you get to meet the people that are involved in this, yeah. it's it's really incredible to hear their stories and to know all the work that they're doing. What are some of the other things that you learned maybe about yourself, about how you work with other people, those types of things? What else did you learn while you were serving in this capacity? Oh, thank you. Yeah, my first time to Europe. You know, I've been to other countries, but never to the Europe, European nations. And it was interesting. I, I, I was impressed, so impressed with how people easily speak two to three languages without most of the time any, any effort at all. And I think as Americans, you know, we just we just are so impressed with that ability. And I and I saw that in some of our mission children that the one one gal who was working with us had been a missionary child all of her life and she spoke let's see she spoke Russian English and some Chinese I go whoa shush <laughs> so that yeah that was really amazing I think the language barrier I realized how huge language barrier is because. My wife and I did some further traveling in Latvia following the, the, the mission conference. And we would come upon somebody in a city, even at their welcome center, who didn't speak in any English. And of course, I don't speak any Latvian. And, it, you know, you can point at each other and, and sort of point, you know, you need to go to the bathroom, but that's about it. And so language is quite a barrier, you know, being nice when we all speak the same language because it does does divide us. But I'm just so thankful for people who dedicate their life to learn these languages and to share share the Lord Jesus. 
I do want to say one other thing that's interesting personally is one of the things that excited me about this trip too is that uh, Latvia, my grandfather came from Latvia in 1913 and my grandmother was born in the States, but her parents were from Latvia. So I am technically half Latvian. And my my last name is Groudon, and you don't run into too many Groudons in the United States. But while we were over there, it's somewhat of a common name. They have an S on the end. But what we did, we had about four days following the conference. And so we went down to Bauschka, which is where my grandfather was born, and were able to go to the church into which he was baptized and try our best to, you know, follow some of our lineage. So that part was really very exciting for me as well. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> that is really awesome. Yeah. And how is a, a missionary kid program like this similar or different from some of the other opportunities to, sh- to serve short term? Sure. So it's similar in that we are sharing Jesus and we are fulfilling a strategic need that the local mission field has identified. It's different because you are generally staying somewhere that's a little bit nicer. And mostly that's because that's the kind of facilities that can host, you know, mm-hmm. 50 people all at once. And also that you are working with kids who are definitely already Christians and are native English speakers in most cases. With the rise of the Alliance Missionary Program, we do actually have some kids for whom English is not their first language at this point. But still primarily, you know, mm-hmm. U.S. expat kids. So, but yeah, like I said, we've been able to adapt curriculum that we wrote for, you know, sort of a, a different purpose and use it in some of these missionary kid programs. And yeah. All right. So tell us more about opportunities that are coming up. Yeah. So the one that we have posted that's a similar opportunity is for Africa. They are having their retreat in, I believe, March. And so we are currently recruiting a team for that And you can go to servenow.lcms.org to find out about that. And while they're not posted yet, every every region does this at least once a year. And so I know that probably next August we will have both this opportunity in Eurasia, but also the one in Latin America and the Caribbean. And then Asia usually does theirs in January. And so theirs is is full for 24, but I anticipate having a request for a similar team in, in 2025. So If you can't serve in March, there's still plenty of opportunities to keep your eye out for. Yeah, it's nice that this is a bit of a a revolving opportunity. So there's there's opportunities, if this is interesting, that will come up regularly. Yes, for for all of the different mission fields. So yeah, that is very cool. Now we know we've established already that that normal, regular people can serve. (laughs) Yes. What kind of... What are some of the other qualifications that, that, that you're looking for for people to serve? Well, you, you do need to be a member of an LCMS congregation in good standing. It's a good one. <laughs> yep. There'll be an application <laughs> and you'll have to pack up, pass a background check, things like that. But generally, you have to like children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And if you have experience with camp or VBS or any of those sorts of things, teaching Sunday school, those are helpful but not required. Very good. Very good. ServeNow.lcms.org is the place to find out more about opportunities like this to serve. Correct. We have just about a minute left, and I did not ask my really important question of Pastor Browden. While you were serving internationally, (laughs) did you experience any great food? Did you discover new food that you like while serving in Latvia? Yeah. 
they have wonderful food there. We enjoyed, uh, get this, it's called gray beans and bacon. I've <laughs> never seen anything quite like it, but yeah, they serve it in a little pot and it doesn't, you know, it looks like beans. It was delicious. And I guess it's okay to say this too, their beer was good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thus, they had some very good beer. Dr. Bombaro's Logos and Lager. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That makes, makes sense. sense. Makes sense. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Ground, for being our guest and sharing your great story with us on the Coffee Hour today. Ah, my pleasure. Thanks for having And Ann Gonzalez, Manager for Short-Term Mission Training and Engagement in the LCMS Office of International Mission. Thanks for being our guest. My pleasure. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Oh, 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 o